Uh, greetings friends, Jacques Howard here. I'm at the Juneteenth Mixer. Hub 1313 West Front Street, historic downtown Trenton, a half a block from the old barracks and about a block and a half from the historic Mill Hill Park. And there's a saying that we are known for in the city called Trenton makes the world takes. And that's a shortened version of one that has resonated with the city for many years. Um, I have been able to document and share and meet and embrace so many wonderful performing artists over the time that I've been doing Trenton 365. And I'm with two of those young men now. And they're doing some amazing things. And we got just a teaser for y'all to come out and to hear a bit more about what they're doing. Um, Tobias, I want you to start first. Introduce yourself. Shy, I want you to do the same thing. And then I, I see there's a vibe between the two of y'all. I want to kind of jump in that mix and then we kind of talk a little bit about the scene here, what you you two have been doing, the support that you've had from your family and all those types of things. So Tobias, start first, introduce yourself, and then shot. Uh, yeah, hi, my name is Tobias Richardson. I am uh, one of the founders and a proud member of the OTC Collective where we just write all sorts of crazy new weird ass stuff so, but it's all it's all fun it's all it's all out of love and it's all from a city i also play drums for wu-tang clan yeah uh, i just feel like I, I, I should mention that probably <laughs> and yeah uh all right well that's cool we'll yeah. roll tomorrow shy you my name is shadow weirdo um I make music, I make clothes. Uh, yeah, I started out rapping when I was around seven years old. I've been in the Trenton scene since I was about 15 years old at uh, the first Cannabash. And if y'all remember that kid that fell off the stage because he couldn't see where the stage was cut out and where it wasn't, yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Historic moment. right back up. Hey. I got right back up. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. <laughs> yep. All right, so with that being said, um, I have Trenton's been able... Yeah, respect, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've been That's able to, to see you two both perform uh, on multiple occasions in multiple places mm -hmm. and to see how you've navigated over the years, like the different things. Um, Shy, especially like the fashion and stuff. You know how I feel about, you know, uh, your fit yes. and the shoes and all that other stuff. The um, coats. Yeah, all of that. Appreciate the jackets, bro. So before we get into um, about the, the personal stuff, I'd like for you both to touch on, like, the family support, your siblings, etc. Like, how that has helped to evolve you both as the musicians and artists that you are. Oh, well, my parents, they they met while they were on tour, like, do, uh, doing stuff. And, and they ended up, like, getting married on tour and then having me and my sister on tour. Like, so it's... We've always been around the music, and we've always been around just like hopping around different places and stuff. So it's it's interesting to see it come full circle, like like it really has. Like like my parents got married in London, and then they honeymooned in Paris, and I ended up going to Paris and London, like to the same like types of landmarks and stuff. I didn't get to go in the catacombs, which I really wanted to do, but like. You know, it's see, seeing that and actually being able to like literally walk in walk in the footsteps, like, but in like my own like crazy way, <laughs> like it's it, it's it's really it's it's interesting. It's an honor. Awesome, shy. Yeah. Well, uh, my grandfather was a reggae singer in London. Um, so my grandfather, he always once I said I wanted to do music, he was 
all for it. Uh, when I was taking guitar lessons, when I was taking piano lessons, he always egged me on. I used to play Redemption Song for him over the phone. Uh, my uncle on my dad's side, my dad's little brother was in Philly's Most Wanted. They were a group that was signed to Atlantic Records, the Neptunes. Please don't mind how I pursue the bald one. That's my dad's little brother. That's my dad's little brother. So rapping has always been something, and singing has always been something that was in my mind from the time I was like three years old. I think that's the first time I saw the Temptations movie. And since then I was singing, they couldn't get me to stop singing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, both of you are multidimensional in your music and in your craft. Again, it's not only your appearance and how you present yourself, but also in the instruments that you play, etc. Can you talk about having an open mind about playing different types of music and kind of hearing what those instruments and things are calling you towards? Oh, dude, 100%. It's, it, like, it's the universal language. That's like the easiest way I could say it. The universal language, man. There is something to, there is something to gain from opening. That's how you become a better musician. That's how you become better at your art. You expose yourself to all these different corners. Weird, you know, like you have to go deep in order to find new stuff to, to actually inspire you because it's all like so distilled when it's in front of you, you know? And so you really have to like, it's, if you don't open your mind, you can't grow. You can't grow as, a, as an artist, as a musician, as a anything. You need to be open to other interpretations, other ways of thinking, because then you can't think any other way and you start following stagnant into the same old thing over and over again, you know? Mm -hmm. Shot. Tobe hit it on the head. He actually said what I was gonna say. Yeah, man. And the thing is, the way that you're describing living, is how I lived from the time I was five years old and I knew how to use my CD player. Yo, ditto, bro. We have a lot of music in my house. We yep. have reggae music, we have Motown records, mm -hmm. it was rap music. Um, I grew up listening to West Coast rap music instead of East Coast rap music on, on, on the rap tip. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just raised around a lot of music, constantly music playing in my house. And that is what had me ready to write music by the time I was seven years old. Because I always say Smokey Robinson was the first rapper. Mm -hmm. He was the first songwriter that ever nah. incorporated punchlines For real. to be consistent yes. throughout the song. Nah, 100%. So that, that, that trained me from a young age. And so opening your mind... You just blew my, that, that, you that, just blew my mind. Yeah. Look, I'm a music historian, bro. You know this. <laughs> I know, so, bro. That's the thing. I never really had to deal with opening my mind. It was already opened by my people. You Boom. know what I'm saying? By, by my household. Exactly, exactly. And you can tell the difference in the quality of music from somebody who really knows mm -hmm. music versus somebody who just does music. Exactly. There's a difference. There is a huge difference. You know, it's, it's like you're either building on, like, any, if you don't open your mind, you're building on, like, it's, it's a solid foundation, but it's made out of wood. You know, it's gonna deteriorate. It's going to, it's, gonna it's, go it's gonna rain. It's gonna get wet. It's gonna get eaten through by different termites and different people biting off of it. But if you open your mind, that's how you, that's how you get the steel. That's how you get like actual like rock building material, building yeah. material where you make that foundation and you're actually able to make something out of it. You know, that you get a foundation made out of clay, all bricks. You know, and you can just mold it into whatever the hell you want. And that's the that's the beauty of music. But you can't do that unless you go and look for that clay. And you have to get into the mud. You have yeah. to get into the mud. You have yeah. to go by the freaking river, dig into the mud until you find some red clay that you're like, okay, I can use this. And it takes a long time. 
it takes a it long does. time to get all that clay too. One, one album, a '70s album specifically, because you know '70s that's the era that I love the most. Agreed. Let's say one I one Isaac Hayes record. That's almost 15 yeah, minutes of your time, man. That's almost 15 minutes of time of one Isaac Hayes record. Yes. So now imagine. You've seen my music collection, so you know how many records I've listened to. Oh, yeah. That is an unimaginable amount of time, which is why I'm saying music is something that, although it can be done by people who weren't raised in it, it's best done by people who were raised in it because mm-hmm. from childhood, they have been allocating that time without even knowing. Mm-hmm. Someone that just got into music, they have to find time to allocate time to study. Exactly. behind. Excuse me for my rhymes. <laughs> Before we go into like like more details, I want to make sure that that we touch on this. Um, you both have um, a level of success that has been uh, it has been recognized. Thank you. Right. Thank You're welcome. Um, and with that success comes people thinking one thing as opposed to what the reality is. Um, for the folks who may think that this was something that just happened quickly or it was uh, there wasn't a process to it, can you just speak to some folks about the importance of being consistent, doing the work, and then the successes will come? Yeah, 100, 100%. I, I heard a quote out, and I think it was like Seinfeld on, on Howard Stern or something, but it was, you need to find a torture that you love. And like, with, it is a lot, like even growing that catalog, like that is legit, like that's just as powerful as going into a library and taking every book that you can off the shelf. It is research. It is like, it's a lot of time sitting in a room by yourself with your headphones in or with speakers blasting. No one can come in and you barely go out except to use like the bathroom, you know? Like it's, it's a lot of that. And there's a lot of there, there's even like isolation sometimes you know where you you have to just let yourself be with the music and like it, yeah slowly you have to like marinate in it you know when you're raised like that when you get a car bro it's a different experience oh, that's, that's the study spot exactly that's the library exactly <laughs> but nah the importance of persistence man I had to fight for this mm-hmm. agree my thing is my mom was sick you know what I'm saying from the time I was born mm-hmm. so we didn't have money by the time I was old enough to really do what I wanted to do, to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was old enough to enter the workforce at 18, and I, I entered at 18 instead of 16, not to disappear with her disability. You know what I'm saying? So I'm using every penny I have to do what I want to do, to do what I've known I want to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then when she got sick again in like 2019, I'm still doing shows. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping meals, you know what I mean, to help take care of her, yep. but also using the money that I could use for my own gratification, but I'm using it towards the mission because I know that's what's going to end up going along in the end. Like, there's a sacrifice that goes into this. It is torture. Very much. Being hungry at a show and watching other people eating the bar is Bro. torture. That's Bro. torture. Yeah. It's torture, oh son. It's torture. You, just, you get that reference. Oh, you just, you just, you the actually struck a chord torture. with me with that, a, That's what kind of torture that is. That's the type of torture, bro. That's that the type is. of torture, bro. You starving in the club. You watching somebody eat a cheese steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A whole plate of wings, bro. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Can we do? All right. So, here's what we want to do, man. I'm so glad that you both came out to the Juneteenth Mixer here at Hub 13 via Black Cannabis. Um, 
Can we get you guys together to sit down and we do this on a video and kind of vibe a little bit more? Oh, dude, one hundred percent. I would love nothing more, bro. All right. Yeah. Me and this dude, because because we, we actually go. Years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we actually go way way back. I like, <laughs> love it. Like before high school, actually, that was middle school. That was yeah, that was. School. That was literally the end of middle school, like eighth grade. Like yeah. yeah. Just look what you I just started. Shy to Weirdo yeah, and Tobias yeah, Richardson. Hub 13. Remember, it's always about justice, peace, and humility. Back from Weebass. <laughs>